This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com Okay, Bruchem Abam. Welcome everyone. Shalom Aleichem. Today actually we have a, a very uh, big agenda. We have four shiurim. And I'm going to start with something which is Mamashem Atanam and HaShamayim regarding the significance of Shabbos, Rosh Chodesh, Chanukah. What is the importance of this occasion? Um, simply, we could say, well, the Yivanim try to take away Shabbos, and they try to take away Rosh Chodesh. So to celebrate on Hanukkah, Shabbos and Rosh Chodesh, is a very special occasion. But it may be much deeper than that. There's a very big question regarding what the Yivanim wanted to be Mavatel. Because we find in the Medrash, in Bereshis Rabbah, on the Pasuk, that Bereshis Rabbah, the Medrash interprets, Choyshech Zumachos Yavan, Shekzeru al Yisrael, Kislu Lachem al Keren Ashar, Shein Lachem Chelek Beleke Yisrael. The Yavanim made a decree, we have to write on the horn of an ox, that we have no share in the God of Israel. So the Chida asks in this week's parish and parishes, Miketz and the Rosh David, really? But don't we have a tradition that the Yavanim try to be, to be Mavatel, Chayde, uh, Shabbos, Chaydesh, and Mila? So what was it? Did they want us to write on the horn of an axe that we have no share in God? Or were they trying to be Mavatel, Shabbos, Chaydesh, and Mila? That's the question of the Chida. So it occurred to me this morning, really, I think, a, a tremendous idea that why did the Yivanim want to be Mavatel, Shabbos, Chodesh, and Mila? What do they have in common? The Maharal, as well as Rashi, on the Medrash Rabbah, says, what is this decree, Kislu Lachem al Keren Ashar, Shein Lachem Chilek Velike Yisrael? What is this Keren Ashar, the horn of an axe? What they were aiming at, what they were getting at was, they wanted to be Mavatel, they wanted to be ma'oirer on Klal Yisrael. They wanted to awaken and arouse the sin of the golden calf, the Chedo Egel. So they said, Kislu lechem al Karen Ashar. Meaning, the Maral says that the fact that the Jewish people made the Egel as soon as they left Egypt, that shows that we have no connection to him. Rashi likewise says that the g- decree of Kislu al Karen Ashar, Ein lechem chelik Yisrael keloimar, Mala ani alechem avoin ho Egel. So this decree was, in essence, Hashem was awakened, uh, the Yivanim wanted to awaken the sin of the golden calf. It's very interesting that, what is Shabbos Rosh Chodesh? The Torah writes in Simtav Yudzayin that originally Rosh Chodesh was given to the Jewish people as a Yom Tif. And it was the Nachala of the 12 Shvatim. The Rosh Chodesh belonged to the 12 Shvatim. But when we sinned with the Egel, Rosh Chodesh was taken away from the Jewish people. Rosh Chodesh was taken away from us. Now, who was it given to? It was given to the women. But Rosh Chodesh was taken away from Klal Yisrael by the Ched HaEgel. Come Shabbos, and the Arizal says that when... When we stood on Har Sinai, Hashem gave the Jewish people crowns. And 
Those crowns were taken away when we sinned with the golden calf. Come Shabbos, and Hashem says, Moshe Rabbeinu, I'll give you your crown. You didn't participate in the Egal. But Moshe Rabbeinu says, no, I'm not going to be stingy and hold the crowns for myself. I'm going to give it back to the Jewish people. Says Ari, that's the meaning. Yismach Moshe b'matnas chelkoi ki eved ne'amon karasoloi. Moshe will rejoice in his gift. He's a faithful servant. He doesn't hold it for himself. He gives it to the Jewish people. From here we see the following idea. That come Shabbos and all the pegamim and all the infractions and all and whatever we impugn through the Chedo Egel, we're able to be masakin through Shabbos. Shabbos transcends the Chedo Egel. Because of the Chedo Egel, we lost our crowns. Come Shabbos, we get the crowns back. In other words, Shabbos is a transcends, overcomes, is a tikkun for the Chedo Egel. So what is Shabbos Rosh Chodesh? Normally Rosh Chodesh is taken away from the Jewish people. But if Rosh Chodesh would ever come out on Shabbos, then Rosh Chodesh will be restored to its rightful place as the yomtif of the Jewish people. The reason why Rosh Chodesh is not a yomtif is because it was taken away because of the Chedo Egal. But Shabbos transcends the Chedo Egal. So if Rosh Chodesh comes out on Shabbos, then Rosh Chodesh is restored to a yomtif. Now listen, you look at the Musaf of Rosh Chodesh, you'll see, you'll notice, that it's not a Musaf of Shabbos, and it's not a Musaf of Yom Tif. And we keep on saying, We keep on intertwining and intermingling the Shabbos with the Rosh Chodesh. From here we see that it's not that there are two days that happen to come out on the same day. That when Shabbos and Rosh Chodesh coincide, it is fused into a new entity called Shabbos Rosh Chodesh and it becomes a Yom Tif. Therefore, there's a special Nusuch that is legislated for Shabbos Rosh Chodesh. It's not the Shabbos Nusuch, it's not the Yom Tif Nusuch, it's the Nusuch of Shabbos Rosh Chodesh, the new Yom Tif. It's the Yom Tif of retaining and restoring the place that Rosh Chodesh held before the Chet HaEgal. Now by the way, that's the meaning of, we say on a regular Rosh Chodesh, Ahavas Oilam Tavilahem, Eternal love bring to them. Ubris Avais, and the covenant of the forefathers that you made with the Shvatim that was lost, Labanim Tiskar. It means like this. Ubris Avais, the covenant of the forefathers. Hashem has a covenant with Avraham, Yitzchak, and Yaakov. Avraham is Pesach. Yitzchak, Shavuos. Yaakov, Sukkot. That covenant. We don't have with the Banim, with the Shvatim, because we lost Rosh Chodesh. It's a tefillah that Rosh Chodesh should be restored. Bris Avais, the covenant to Avram, Yitzhak, and Yaakov, you should make that covenant with the Shvatim by restoring Rosh Chodesh as well. So when Shabbos comes out on Rosh Chodesh, Rosh Chodesh is restored to its rightful place. The Yavanim's goal was to bring and to arouse against the Jewish people the sin of the Egal. In order to do so, you ready for this? A new pshat. It's not that they wanted to be mevatel Shabbos. It's not that they wanted to be mevatel Chodesh. They wanted to be mevatel Shabbos Rosh Chodesh. Because Shabbos Rosh Chodesh is a bitl to the Chet Egel. What about Mila? The Avodraham writes 
that at a milah we say, Why? Why do we say, There's an amazing Avudraham. Avudraham says that when we say, we put from the wine with our finger on the edge, on the lip of the child, because the Medrash says that before Moshe Rabbeinu and Yeshua, before they killed the Yidin that sinned with the Egel, Moshe circumcised them. Because for 40 years they didn't circumcise in the Midbar. And because the north wind didn't blow. But now that they were about to be killed, Moshe Rabbeinu did not want them to die without the Milah. So Moshe was Mal, Aaron was Pireah, Yeshua was Mashke, the offer of the Egel. And that Hashka B'Shas Mila was Lamaves. So we say, B'Damayi We say this Hashka at the time of the Mila should be L'Chayim, not like by Yahushua. So, so what do we learn from here? That as bad as the sin of the Ega was, but at least they had some degree of rectification through Mila. Or, as the Yismach Moshe writes, Yismach Moshe says that when we sinned, uh, when Adam Arishon sinned, it brought a certain Zuhama into man, and now we have to return to the ground, and the way we overcome that is through Mila, where we take the Arla, we put it in the ground, and that's a Tikkun for the Ched of Adam Arishon, but the Zuhama came back, Al Yedei Ched HaEgel. So we see that Mila and Egel in a certain regard, are opposites. And the greatest proof of this is brought in the Sefer Abduni B'Tapuchim. Rav Shalom Arieli, he brings that Mila clearly is a ticket for the Chedo Egel, because Paroi saw in his astrology, Ru'u Kira Neged Penechem, and Paroi saw there was going to be blood in the Midbar, and... The Kitrug on the Ched Ho'egel, Rashi says, was transformed into Damila. Paroi thought we would be destroyed through the Egel, but really we, we were massacring that through the Dam Hamila. So it's not the Yavanim wanted to be Mavato, three separate things. We can answer the Chidah's question. Was it Kisru Lechem Al Karen Ashar? Or was it Chodesh Mila and Shabbos? <clears throat> we also ask, what, what are the, what's the common denominator between Chodesh Mila and Shabbos? <clears throat> so we're suggesting an idea that the main antagonism of the Yavanim was to be Ma'ar the Ched Ho'egal. But in order to do so, it's not that he had to be Mavatel Shabbos, not that he had to be Mavatel Chodesh. They had to be Mavatel the day of the calendar that restores the Jewish people to pre-Ched Ho'egal, namely Shabbos Rosh Chodesh and Mamela Mila as well. They weren't out to destroy three different mitzvahs, one Indian. The Indian is Shabbos Rosh Chodesh, which overcomes the Ched Ho'egel, and they, they needed to be Mavatel Mila, because Mila to a degree is also a Tikkun for the Ched Ho'egel. So therefore, the greatest way to overcome the Yavanim is not just Shabbos, is not just Rosh Chodesh, is not just Mila, to have Shabbos Rosh Chodesh with the bris milah, with a yid who is a nimal on Shabbos Rosh Chodesh, that is the ultimate 
victory of the Chashmonaim over the Yavanim. And this is, uh, I think, a new perspective of the mitzvahs that the Yavanim try to be mavatel. And this Shabbos then is not just the coincidement of two mitzvahs, but Shabbos and Rosh Chodesh fused together to create Mamesh Yamtif. As the Benish Chai says, that of all the Shabbosos of the year, one should be Marbe Besudosai on Shabbos Chanukah, and especially if it's Rosh Chodesh. So that's offering number one for today, and we're going to do something on the Parsha. You've just experienced another Torah class, brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.